Hello, I'm Amanda, and I play Gwendolyn Evangeline Clute, the Witch of the Wilds. Could Have Been Heroes is an independent podcast, so please consider joining us on Patreon and giving us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at CBHpod. Enjoy the show! Could Have Been Heroes is a role-playing game podcast where six old friends adventure as six total strangers who, after missing their shots at destiny, now get a second chance to make a mess of everything. The head of Demuel Savinar's pony ruptured inward as the sound penetrated its mind. The young man was no great rider, and when his horse folded forward, it was all he could do not to be crushed along with it. The world exploded upward in dirt and ash. The cremated path through the woods luckily made a fairly soft medium for a fall, and the young boy disappeared underneath a gray dune. The sounds, the screams... The music of the apocalypse played. A wave of undulating rainbow color washed over him, and from a hole in his ashy concealment, Demuel watched men come unraveled, as if they were made of string, and someone had found a snag and pulled. They slipped apart so easily. A glittering mist of their blood was left in the air where brothers, friends, and sons once stood. Demuel felt his organs rearranging within him as the sound wave of annihilation passed over. The downy ash must have muffled enough of the nightmarish music to save him. The boy grabbed handfuls of that ash, now wet with the blood of evaporated men, and packed it in his ears as he crawled out, scrambling desperately, trying to get away from the broken and twisted man who sounded life's end through the hollows of its body. As he unearthed and began to run, he could see good King Dem and his honor guard disappearing into the distance. Wait! He screamed hopelessly. Come back! His voice was drowned out even in his own ears as another bone-chilling wail roared out from the trumpet. Demuel chanced a glance back behind him, and his eyes caught caught on the perfect alabaster skin, the bloodless flesh, pristine bone, such an otherworldly configuration. Was it not worthy of worship? More worthy, certainly, than the fleeing king in the distance. The air around him seemed to crystallize like a mouth or the throat of a worm made of rainbows. Demuel closed his eyes, his heart overwhelmed with fear and awe, and waited for the sound to consume him. A huge shape struck the congealing air. Green fur as big as a hill swung a silver gauntlet into the sound and ruptured it. Shockingly, the broken sound bled and fell away. Grab my back, the big thing snorted to him. He could just make it out through his earplugs. It swung its big arms again into another shape, a creature hidden in the light and sound. 
his blow cracking loudly against its invisible head. As the thing and the sound fell away, Demuel's sense of awe disappeared, and all that remained was cold, hollow fear. I... I can't! I'm too scared! The big, shaggy beast smiled so kindly at him. That's good! When you're scared, it's opportunity! You can only be brave when you're scared, and brave is the bestest thing to be! Demuel's small hands moved, grabbing onto the beast's fur. Another crackle of deadly sound passed over them. Come on, new friend! That monster isn't the only thing that can make noise! Drown it out! Roar with me! Demuel swung wildly around on his new friend's back as it fought desperately against killers hidden within the music. And though he was not at all sure why, moments later, he and his massive protector, in wild, unrestrained defiance, were roaring at the top of their lungs. On a field of ashes that was once part of the sacred grove, the Nearlies have met with the leaders of the Crown Lands and convinced them to turn their forces and their dragon's fire on the Briar Witch's Tower. However, their meeting site is at the end of a path burned by dragon flame, not an inconspicuous meeting place. Something huge like a gigantic bat-winged lion has hit the ground nearby uh, the king. Manuel? (laughs) Whatever this is, it has a huge black iron mask, like, locked onto its face, and its tail has a morning star of iron on the end of it. Manuel, what have they done to you? Is that that you? (laughs) Boy, it does look familiar, except it looks like it has had black iron, like, scalded and seared onto its body. Huge rings of cold iron sliced through its flesh and bound into its ears and neck. Mi amor! <laughs> Gwen cries out, Mi amor! Alright, hits the ground near the king and spines flare everywhere. Um, the, a bunch of the king's shields like die in a hail of poison volleys protecting him from uh, from the spikes. And now, Martin, it is your turn. Alright, I'll try to go over to it and try to touch it. Be like, Manuel, is that is that you in there? What... What happened? So as you get closer, you like reach out towards it, and there's no way to get anywhere anywhere near to touching it safely. Mm. But you catch like a flare of green eyes from inside of the helmet, and they look the eyes the, those terrifying, glowing, luminous eyes look very familiar, except the expression of pain and fear frozen on their like onto them is completely different than what the sort of confident, powerful visage that you had seen uh, before. So the it appears to be the same manticore you treated with all those weeks ago, but now like forced into some sort of insane like physical bondage. Um, it, it looks scared inside the mask, like it has no control over itself anymore. Uh, Gwen, you might want to come over and take a look at this. Uh-huh. All right, Gwen, you're up. Carefully. <laughs> so with, like, my last tiny bit of anima, <laughs> I want to... Well, get... and you you have a chance to use consumables and stuff before yeah. you get back into this. 
I want to cast... Why don't we just, for the sake of, like, take brevity, just, like, chalk you back up to 20 Okay, so. I'm just gonna... And then I'll, I'll recross my inventory. Exactly. But I want to cast um, Ghostly Miss. Great. To basically just put up an amorphous wall visual, of visual. Uh, I don't want it to... Great. Talk, I don't want to do throw, any of that You shit. want to throw a smoke bomb down so that the manticore can't see them. Dem. And, and Dem can't, can't see the manticore. It. And the archers can't see it. Great. And then... Really, all I want to do is uh, is gently approach and try to see if I can figure out like the mechanics of this mask that's on his face. Great. So, uh, Gwen uh, throws her hand down, and an explosion of smoke and mist swirls out from the spell. Would you roll your spell mutation? I rolled my mutation, and okay. it's very bad. Oh, no, I'm sorry to hear that. So, everybody <laughs> buckle up, because I rolled a two, which triggers ravenous thoughts. Oh, God. From within the realm of dreams, hungry notions emerge. They tear at the minds around them. All characters in the zone lose four wits at the start of each turn in the mists. Oh, it's one mind now. Cur- Great. There's one mind at the start of each turn in the mists, and the mists last. Can we just step out? Five rounds. Yeah, that's all right. So Gwen, in her haste, throws the ghostly mist spell down, and and it just goes and just ghosts and horrible spirits and um, strange thoughts rampage up out of the spell and um, like assault everyone inside of it. So everyone loses one mind. Great. Sorry, guys. <laughs> However, that counts for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. And the con- concealing effect is quite potent. Uh, so if Manuel is not freaking out too much, I still want to try to see if I can get this mask off of it. Interestingly, it doesn't seem to have affected him. Love that. Whatever that apparatus is appears to be shielding him from it. Uh, so, you rush up and grab onto the metal mask with both hands. Would you like to try to pry it off or in, or inspect it to see what it is first? first? I want to inspect it because I don't want to hurt him. Intellect, difficulty five, check. Brave. Yeah, you're running right to danger. Hunter, because I think I would be uh, aware of like traps and other contraptions that might be useful in figuring out how to open this metal thing. Interestingly, uh, it's it's a it's a magical construct, so that's not going to help you. Oh, all right. Gwen rushes up. Her fingers are bleeding as she is pulling on this um, uh, contraption. Um, it looks like a torture implement or like a uh, an inquisitor's hood, but you can feel tingles and prickles of magic traveling through your fingertips. Gwen, it's probably magical. <laughs> Would have loved to know that three <laughs> minutes ago. However, looking into his eyes, whatever it is, it's clearly compelling him. You remember the contract. The contract was, I will not accept in cases of self-defense harm humans. He killed two of them, like with a barrage of, of spines while trying to to assassinate uh, the king with poison spikes. So whatever it is, um, it seems to be controlling his thoughts. So if you could get it off of him, perhaps, yeah. you know. I want to do that, but I'm out of turns now. <laughs> okay, so the ruin of flesh that the trumpet has become 
has exposed some strange things about its anatomy. Like, its ribs have holes in them, like flutes, and its arms have joints like the bellows of a bagpipe, and its spine starts to elongate, and a bladder of some kind starts to swell, and it's the like bloody ruin of its mid of its innards it's starting to like fill up like swell like swell up um okay so that's the trumpet's turn and amelia you are up (laughs) okay so you saw gwen charge into the mist somewhere you can hear her like trying to pry that off of the manticore and then kind of stopping because she doesn't know if she doesn't want to like kill him by removing it uh, so where where is how much um, area is that mist covering? How big is, is all the of us? ghostly mist? Or is it just you and the manticore in it? Kind of covers the. I think Martin's in there. It's like a big. Yeah, it's big. It's like okay. If you were anywhere near me, you were probably in okay. It. So then we're all in it mm-hmm. right now. Then okay. I'm just wondering. There's this icy mists spell. I'm just wondering if that does mist. Can I just like supersede that mist with mist, mist? on my mist? Can I mist on the sure. mist? Sure, lava on my mouth. Just like mist. blow it out. But can we like? I, I just I, I want to cancel out that bad mist. You gotta get. get you want to? You know, you gotta get rid of. Get your mist up over my mist. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I don't want wanna, it to mix. Yeah, I want to like mist our mix. You know? I, I think they would. Mix. You know, I think they mist. would overlap. I think they can both exist in the same space. Oh, I don't um, like that. Hmm. <laughs> so, the, this won't do. <laughs> You don't like the the or you don't want the ravenous mist. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to like, you know. You want to try and dispel Gwen's mist. Mm-hmm. I do. It is and I think in my mind cover, she's like, but... this is the sloppiest mist I've ever seen. <laughs> my mist. This came out rough. This yeah. is not what I intended. <laughs> so you want to not do not a mist spell over hers right and now. cancel it out? Okay, yeah. great. So you're gonna cast mist icy, on the mist. You're gonna cast icy mists <laughs> and cover the group in. Uh, like sparkling frosty mists that blow the inferior ghostly mists away. Okay. Oh my god. Alright, so now everyone is freezing cold. And yeah, look what you did. <laughs> but You um, made it worse. But at least you aren't being attacked by ghosts. So uh so basically you just overwrite mm-hmm. <laughs> overwrite it with a different spell. Girl, you gotta tighten up that mist, okay? <laughs> this is not the time. Not the time for sloppy mists. For ghost mists to be fighting us. We need to strategize here. Great. What else do you have? uh, have Yeah, by all means. Gwen's going to aggro on a new target here in just a minute. (laughs) Strategize. Yeah, you're new here, but um, yeah, take over. (laughs) Take over. Um, Well, who should I hit first? You tell me. Since there's a lot of interpersonal drama between you and these groups, so... You tell me what you need from me. That's what I'm here for. Well, I need to get this magical locked muzzle off of mm-hmm. Manuel. Okay. So she conjures up a crystal crowbar. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so she just draws I'm like her hands. So impressed and so jealous. <laughs> she draws her hands apart and creates an incredibly gleaming crystalline crowbar and jams it into the side of the uh of the mask and starts trying to pry it open. Do you want to conjure it and give like and jam it in there and wait for someone with uh, stronger to do it, or would 
Yeah. She's like, I'll leave the physical labor for the woodcutter to deal with. Great. All right, Zenitar. I want to analyze enemy intellect on the um, guy who's filling up like a bagpipe. This creature is called the trumpet. Ooh. Is it a glorious? <laughs> the it trumpet. It is. It it definitely it's definitely a glorious. It's the most human looking glorious you've seen before, but it is you know twelve feet tall, and now you can see its insides are very deformed and strange. And in fact, you those men who ran over toward it towards it and seemed to fall asleep have died. They are actually dead on the ground. Um, they died just for getting close to it. Um, what what is your intellect is ten. Very good. So, this creature uses sonic attacks, sounds. It w- it creates sounds, apocalyptic sounds. Do not like that. You look at it, and all you can see is that its body looks like a huge musical instrument. Those holes in its bones, those strange, like, swirls and, like, tuning forks, like, built into its, like, guts and spine. This thing is an apocalyptic instrument. And um, it is about to play. Um, did I get any elemental weaknesses or strike points or anything like that? Uh, do, so, I need, do I need a different kind of check? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's right. You did analyze enemy. I, I just gave you it as if you were just, like, studying it, like, with an intellect check. Okay. So, um, it is weak to void matter. Uh, strong against uh, sacred and luminance. Uh, that's it. That's what you get with... Um, for, uh, for damage types. Do you think making our own noise would be a defense against it? Mm. Countertone? Alright, I'm gonna do another analyze <laughs> enemy. Damn it, okay. Because I can get more information if I do a different check, right? You a different it. characteristic. Alright, so we'll do Cunning 4. Uh, cunning 4 is sadly not worth anything other than, hey, that looks like a big bladder of air. If we pierced it, maybe something would happen. Hey, that does sound useful. That's super useful. Poke the bladder. Poke the bladder. I just can't tell you what the effect might be. Poke the bladder. It's going to be bad. Listen, we've gone in blind. All right, I'm going, and then, so I can, well, here's what I'll do. I will, um, I've got uh, the, uh, like, secondary, like, small, the knack, I guess it's called, Mm -hmm. for thundering words is megaphone. You increase the volume of your voice to supernatural levels, cutting above nearly any din and being audible at huge distances. And I'm going to uh, do that and then start conveying everything that I learned in my analysis to the entire group. Doing the Gandalf shouting. Calling on everyone, uh, telling everyone that it is a glorious... Uh, telling everyone that we have defeated Glorious. They are not indefeatable. We will we will beat this. So a big part of it will just be like morale, encouraging people, and then conveying that the tactic should be to um, uh, to to pierce the bellows so that it can't make noise that it's going to attack with with volume. And then I will just like I, I won't stop talking. I'm just going to like keep talking the entire time, just like encouraging and gotcha. Yeah, so like how when Gandalf was riding up the, like, fight, fight for your life, like, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. So suddenly Xenator's voice is booming out, and he's calling for arrows, pierce pierce the bladder, 
Um, don't go near it. Don't go near it. The sound, the sound is, is deadly. And sure enough, even as you're yelling that, there are men just dropping. Like look, again, like they're just falling asleep. Um, but I mean, you can see them, like defecating, and their you know as their bowels release and their eyes just like sort of rolling out of their heads as the sound starts to spread. And as men are caught in it, they just die. It destroys the grass. It destroys, it like evaporates the ash around it. It's starting to become like just a plate of glass as the sound is slowly spreading out from it. Um, All right. So, however, at your direction, another barrage of arrows fires in from the Crownlanders and the Revelwood uh, satyrs. Like, you know, 50 heavy arrows right for that... um, for that bladder. Would you roll a luck check? 95. Hey! Damn! Lots damn. of the arrows evaporate in the air, blown to dust as they careen in, but enough go fast enough and true enough and hit the bladder, that strange swelling in the center of the creature's chest. Like, it was a beautiful man, and then it just bent backwards. Its spine started to stretch, and it's turning into this god-awful, like, harp bagpipe thing, holes opening up in it. And now, however, that, like, the air bladder at the center of it has enough punctures in it that it's losing steam and that, like, the song of the apocalypse is starting to like coalesce back around it in a smaller uh, in a smaller sphere of destruction. So at the back of the the van, <laughs> the uh, the cabin like just like half in half out is like on the he back. Here's me calling about a glorious. Yeah, on the ba- on the back of a centaur, and he almost looks like he's like no, <laughs> and the centaur is riding him forward towards the towards the battle. No, take me home. I don't want to do it. Uh, okay, William, guys. Really, uh, guys. Here. What is the? Uh... <laughs> so Silek disappeared somewhere okay. on the west side. That's he's exact... still there. Oh, okay. He's still there I was somewhere. Gonna... Like, with a quick scan, am I able to find... Focus. No. Okay. Focus check, Focus. hidden difficulty. Uh, 16. Hey, he is uh, uh, rushing in towards the center of the group. He has some sort of a weird blur over him. Uh-huh. You actually... You know that move. Oh, God. The blur of Xur. This is uh, of the, the monks of Xur who use this, Blurs. like, weird... Where you move in such a strange way Herb that people's the <laughs> God damn it, you guys! The blur of Zer, the Zer, the monks of Zer. They are a the Zer blur. A, the Zer blur. Yeah, there's a monastic tradition of monks that and how they how they fight is they move in such a weird, unusual way that the brain like maps them out because they're just so strange. The the movements are so strange that. They can like kind of trick the eye into thinking that they're not there just by being so like unexpected, basically. Cool. So anyway, you have studied similar arts in your um, in in uh, in your day, but so he's using that technique to rush forward, and he's running right past Crownland guards and centaur like warriors, right towards Allfield, them, and the Duke, like right towards the center of the the battlefield. And yeah, he is low to the ground. He has a big smile on his face, and he has two like curved knives with serrated edges that look kind of like jawbones. Man, I don't really don't care for two out of three of those. 
<laughs> yeah, you really want to let an assassination of two of the three of those people happen. He is going to plug up his ears, probably with mud or whatever. Mmm. Because uh, there seems to be a lot of sound stuff going on. As soon as you stuff that mud in your ears, your bones, like the vibration of your bones feels like better. Like you suddenly are just like, ugh. Like you didn't realize how tense the, just being in the vicinity of the trumpet had made you. And then, because I cannot guarantee that he's only going to attack them, I kind of like Dothiel. I'm going to go in and stabby stab range. Okay. Try to stab him. Oh, hello. <laughs> All right. So his guard is 15. Talk to me about a perfect thrust. <gasps> nope. Never mind. Oh, my one. God. No, Kathy. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sucks so bad. Just roll one. <laughs> read, no. read perfect thrust. Sure. Scores a critical hit on an 18 to 20. This attack can't miss except on a critical failure. Oh. I'm so sorry. William Guys. The guys. eponymous. <laughs> William Guys. <laughs> incredible legendary swordsman, or maybe one of his fucking stand ins. More likely now. <laughs> More likely to be one of his stand ins. I am a little out of practice. Rushes in, and there is. There are flares of sparks as he and Silic, the servant of need, trade a few blows, and then a bunch of fingers scatter on the ground Ugh. as uh, you gain the severed hand affliction. Oh my god! With, which is four trauma. Oh, I'm at seven already. I'm sorry. Well, now what happens? Wait, did you hit zero? I'm at zero. A huge jet of blood sprays out of William Guise's hands. Jeez. William dies. Yeah, nice knowing you. Silent kicks his knee Jeez. out from under him and starts stabbing him in the chest over and over and over again. Blood spraying on Silent's face. Yeah. You got killed by like a dead bum. I'm taking these chips. It is kind of hilarious how like you showed up. Postured for a little bit. The first thing you do, he just came <laughs> Well, she got to be to be fair. Uh, Mr. Geis also got torched with dragon fire. So two did do, do, do two things. Got torched with dragon fire. I am a world-renowned hero. <laughs> you may have known. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> It is all piss and shit in the end. Yeah, oh my god. So again, no one really sees this, but um. <laughs> Silic like opens Guys's stomach up and bathes in his blood, Ooh. pushing his entrails like all over his face, and he's just going, "Oh, it's good." Okay, um, so Guys is dead. Guys is dead. William Guys dies on the, or perhaps one of his assistants. Oh my God! Yes, dies I a wait. horrible. Blood curdling death on the battlefield. That would explain your performance. (laughs) (laughs) Did my stand in fuck it up again? I was just an intern. (laughs) I already described a whole bunch of horrible stuff, so. You have to do it. Uh, You have to come back and make fun of your stand in for failing so immediately. You're supposed to call me when it got too hard. Can you imagine the stand-in being like, and now it's time for me to be a hero because I always could have been a... No, no! 
<laughs> and then William from the tree is like, holy fucking shit! Uh, Emphasis on could've. Yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yeah, those sacred curses really help you out, don't they? Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry, Kathy. I loved him. <laughs> he was great. He'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back. No. He's back. So. I don't think so either. <laughs> Something tells me no. He He's won't be back. back. All right, Otax grabs onto the crystalline crowbar and starts to pry the uh, manticore's mask open. Green light starts to crackle in and out of the contraption. Gwen is in there, prying it open. It's okay. It's okay, Manuel. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to break my promise. We know. We're going to help you. Stay calm. All right. Would you please roll Otax's strength check? Otax has a 10 strength. So I rolled a seven. Nice. Too short. Josh? So the crow the crowbar wedges in further, the iron pries open, and more green light crackles out, but whatever curse is laid on this thing is clinging tightly to um to <laughs> the Manticore's head. Silic finishes gutting uh the hero or one of his stands in stand-ins, and um now, like wearing a crimson mask of his blood, turns and rushes in towards the um, towards the group. He ignores. He thinks about trying to gut King Allfield. He thinks about trying to assassinate them. What will make the most devastating effect? What would be the worst thing to happen? And then he catches a scent. And turns with a crazed look on his blood-caked face to Martin, hidden in the mists. Oh, pretty boy. What have we here? (laughs) You've got something tucked away in there, don't you, love? No, I don't. What's your name? Hey, come here. I just want to talk to you. No. <laughs> no. Get, get out. No. And then suddenly Stranger there's a, a jaw blade knife, like, very near Martin's face. All right. Okay, Martin. Uh, would you please make a guard uh, difficulty eight check? Please pass. How many actions does this guy have? A million. Yeah, right. He killed Geist this turn, right? Mm-hmm. Robbie's cheating. Well, no, the counterattack killed guys. Bailed. All right. So suddenly there's this blood-crazed psychopath in Martin's face. (sighs) Hey, calm down. I don't mean you any harm. Oh, no. (laughs) Sorry, you. Not you. You. (laughs) And then there's just, you feel this little nick on your forehead. And something starts to run. God damn it, they're always getting your blood. <laughs> and someone rolls down. Stop giving your something blood Something rolls down into your eyes. Uh, what, wait. What the... F- what did you just do? Freedom. <laughs> you start to hear circus music. No! The calliope starts to grow louder and louder. Pineapple, 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 pineapple. <laughs> an eye can be seen peeking out from inside of Martin's forehead where Pineapple. Silas cut him. It's his safe word. Platypus is his safe oh, word. Oh, right. It Pl- is platypus. Hey, hey, Martin, <laughs> what does Cirque say through the hole in Martin's forehead? Here's Johnny. <laughs> 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 
Fuck yes, that is so good. Actually, that's so Here's good. Zerk. <laughs> oh my Here's god. Here's Johnny. He says like through this little cut in Martin's forehead. All right, Fucking Martin, it's actually your turn. Ah, uh, well, I mean that um, fucked up my whole plan. Um, no, I'm, just... I'm gonna try to like yeah, do it anyway. Just see what happens. Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Might as well. I give really bad advice. That's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> That's true. All right, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess since since Cirque is 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 poking out my metamorph side is maybe a little more um, stronger mm-hmm. than it than it normally is. So I'm gonna try to turn into a. Um, Big ass French horn um, to try to drown it out, counteract some of the yeah the noise effects, the sonic effects that we're getting. Um, so I do have a plus ten for horn. Okay, um, great. You're horny. Oh, which gets me to a ninety-three. Hey! Um, so there is a stretching and a swelling and a change in Martin. And he becomes an enormous French horn. I need someone to blow me now. I volunteer. (laughs) Silic puts his lips (laughs) to your... Oh, shit, I don't have any more actions left. Hold on, hold on. I'll take my next turn. I'll blow you good, buddy. Oh, my God. The the mouthpiece is my butt. (laughs) Well, what else would it be? All right, Gwen. <laughs> okay, well, I don't want this shady motherfucker to blow this horn. <laughs> you, think, you think if he does it, something bad will happen as opposed? Yeah. I'm going to run over to Martin and put my hand over the hole in his forehead and then ta- think to myself, I really wish I had one of Val's fucking oh, bandage. well, bandages right I now. I need something enchanted to stop up so this wound. So I'm like, wound. think, 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 think. What can I, what can I do? Uh, you feel a tongue lick your palm. I was, oh! gonna, I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> I hate this. It's so gross. I can like feel it. Like, yeah, I, I mean that I'm just gonna stand here. Literally just try and hold him in. Yep. All right. I have nothing that I could even try to plug you up. I'm just reaching for ash and like... Yeah, you try to make like a clay pack. Yeah, that that I can do. (laughs) Great. So then you see this red like face with this bald guy lean out from around the French horn. Hi. What's your name? I'm Silic. I think I killed one of your friends just now. I didn't know that guy. (laughs) Holy fucking shit! (laughs) Uh, okay, would you please make a will? Uh, jeez. Uh, let's just do an undertaking to see. Oh, no. Is it a one? <sighs> what the fuck, you guys? I, I have one point of grim left. I have to do it. So, you reach up. You push on Martin's head. You concentrate. You harmonize with him as best you can. And then something grabs onto your wrist from outside of the hole. Thanks for the boost. And then Cirque pulls himself out of Martin's head with Gwen as ballast. Oh, yeah. Give us more sound effects. And then 
The circus comes with him. <laughs> there is an explosion of light and sound, a cacophony, as the entire circus comes rolling out of Martin's head into the clearing. It destroys trees on the far end of the clearing. I should have gone to the swamp. I should have gone to the swamp. I should have gone to the swamp. And a man... <laughs> Amanda and Gwen are carried away on a wave Hello, of buttered popcorn. Baby. <laughs> I'm snacking on it. I just accept my yeah, fate. Except. And Can't get any worse. Elephants and performers and tents come rolling out like a massive serpent of light and colored uh, fabric and sounds. The soldiers are scattered left and right. The centaurs are sent, you know, sprinting back into the trees. And the trumpet's strange apocalyptic sound just fades in. And now he's playing a calliope tune. Maybe this unknowingly is saving our hides right now. (laughs) I don't. I don't think that's. Stop! I'm trying to be positive. I mean, it's definitely more interesting. Cirque out of. I, I was His dungeon. There. That's yeah. my fault. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look what came to town. All right, Amelia, it's your turn. This is insanity. There is a parade coming out of this guy who's also a trumpet. French horn. French horn. It's like, um, have you ever seen that uh, anime movie, Paprika? That is exactly what I was thinking. Get out of my head. It's just like grotesque like faces and weird like hallucinatory like grand guignol like You know what? Shit. I'm going to use, there's this spell called Crystalline Petals that mm-hmm. you throw uh, razor sharp petals at up to three characters within ten spaces. Great. Because I want to targets so is Cirque sep- physically separate from yeah, Martin now? Yeah, he's physically separate from Martin. He's outside of his head. So I want to target Cirque and the Glorious at the same time. Great. So um, so uh, how do I do that? Cirque <laughs> uh, has warding infinity. No. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yes, Cirque uh, has warding 14 and uh, the um, trumpet has warding 10. And if you could actually roll a 20, that would be great, because the rest of us are doing poorly. Yeah, yeah, I rolled a four, so... Ooh. It's a tie. Okay, and then again for the trumpet. Hmm? Again for the trumpet. 12. Uh, 12 plus... Yeah, that'll hit. So, um... All right, so the pedals slash along the uh, the trumpet's like bladder, seeping out more of the air, so its sound is diminished. Cirque, however, just like Whoa. I don't know, <laughs> like <laughs> eats the pedals. I don't know. As they get over to him, they turn into rose petals, and he just noms down on them. Mm, that is uh, that's that's not too bad. <laughs> Got any more? All right, Zenitor. All right. Um, I'm going to cast Embiggen on Otax. Otax swells Um, up to four times his size. Yeah, so I'll uh, pay the control toll, and I'm also going to fork tongue it. Yeah, you are. (laughs) No, that's not dirty, though. (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Totally normal thing to do. No, it's not. (laughs) When you're embiggening someone. Nah. (laughs) It's even dirtier. Yeah. The forked tongue roll wasn't good enough to actually use, so I, I can just discard that one. The other one is going to be Jolly. 
Okay. Target feels themselves filled with a pleasantness and joy. They gain ten venom and two spirit. Why am I so happy? Just getting more nervous and thrilled about it. His happiness is traumatizing him further. Oh, God. All right. Will you roll for uh, for Otax on his uh, uh, additional uh, strength check? He's got a plus 14 now. Oh, my God. Um, And, I mean, can I aid as well? Sure. You want to run in there? Yeah. Get your staff in and start prying it open. Yeah, might as well do that. Plus, it gets me a power to aid someone in a dangerous situation. Hey, nice. Oh, I rolled a two. No, why are we like this? Why are we like <laughs> this? You had rolled a seven before. Uh, facets gets him up to 24. <laughs> oh, and my helping. Oh, and then your aid gets you to 25. All right, the mask pops off. Fucking finally. Yeah, the mask pops off of. Um, of the manticore and there is a blare of green light that rockets everywhere. Um, it looks like this has greatly uh, injured the manticore by peeling flesh and muscle off of its chest and yet its face looks exuberant and happy. I can honestly say I never thought I'd be happy to see you all again. Oh, my love. Me <laughs> I hear you whispering my name in the night. I never left you. Come upon my back and we shall flee. Let's go. Leave all no, of No, help us stay no, in place. No, we have to stay. We have to stay. We have to stay. We must flee, my love. No. This is chaos. It is madness. It is chaos, but we can't go. We have to stay and fight. Look into my eyes, Manuel. Persona check. <laughs> Eat that creepy guy with the blood on his face. Listen, I... Which one? Oh, ew. <laughs> uh, you have imprisoned me. Plus four is 19. Gwendolyn seduces the manticore. Yes! Or, or inspires him to stay and not just take to the skies and flee. And instead... Stay and protect me, my love. You, you make me crazy. <laughs> like, literally, what the hell? <laughs> and so instead he turns and looks at Silek, who is the one who caught him and imprisoned him. And he goes, listen, I was just trying to get you back to Kill your him. old self. He's backing away from the manticore who is like lumbering over towards him. Feast on his flesh, my I love. was trying to get, they stole the murder out Feast. of you. I was trying to get, no! <laughs> and the manticore pounces on top of him and starts like, like mauling him. All right. Um, which, so we'll, we'll, we'll cover that when we get back to Silex's turn. Um, <laughs> It is William Guys' oh, right. turn. Okay. Oh, it is? William's entrails no are out of his body. Now that, that sucks. And he's looking down at his like gutted self as all of the blood sort of pours out of his I body. I can put it back. I can put it back. I expected it to go better than this, I admit. <laughs> he's looking down at his... Like, yeah. no. Those aren't supposed to be on the outside. This is not great. Oh, Holy shit! Borla Verl, the leaning in the fracas, has like scuttled over to you. Oh, I saw what happened. That is a terrible way to go, my friend. I have considered better ways. Mm, uh, Usually uh, involving a lady or something. Yes, in the bed of a beautiful maiden. No, Dodderfell, don't look! Oh, <laughs> oh my god, what oh, the fuck? His owies are so deep! Oh dear, Ouch. no! Maybe, maybe we can fix him. I honestly, I'm not even really sure how he's alive right now. Okay. This is fucking ludicrous. He picks you up 
I'm gonna take you to a doctor. Why does Donerfeld <laughs> care about this person so much that he's never seen before? You remind me of me. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Got it. Okay. All right. Uh, I imagine there's like squirts so of blood like functioning no, out like every. I'm like roll dead. Yeah, <laughs> you you are comically bleeding. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. I, and just, I was gonna keep talking to the soldiers, mm-hmm. and um, I'll tell them to cover their ears with mud. Mm-hmm. Good call. That does actually seem to be helping. Fewer of them are hemorrhaging and just dropping dead on the spot. All and right. Keep up your fire. <laughs> that, yeah, and and the centaurs and satyrs are, are all fine archers as well as the crownlanders. Uh, uh, firing with great bows and they just keep filling it full of arrows and it's healing and sealing up its wounds at, even as they're they're being peppered into it but they're keeping enough oxygen like out of its body so that it can't produce as much of the sound and it is Silek's turn and he's currently being mauled by a manticore uh, Amanda I'm going to have you roll a luck check to see how that goes just to abbreviate it you know how great I am at these I have no idea how great you are I'm always bad at that so oh, a okay. high roll or a low roll high roll high roll Looking for the high roll, baby. High roller. Well, I don't know what to tell you. That's 14. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thanks, Kathy. Can we put Thanks. a pin in this one and just, like, go back to it later? Because, like, the We're not doing not that in. bad. <laughs> Considering that we rolled two ones, like we've, we've, we've freed Manuel. William's We're, dead. Yeah, he's fine. Cirque is out. <laughs> yeah, Cirque's he's out. He's fine. Specifically... There's a flesh wound. I've had worse. It's a flesh wound. Honestly, I'm not even sure how you're still talking right now. <laughs> what are you going to do? Bleed? You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So good. All right. Yeah. Manuel has Silic on the ground. He worries him with his mouth. Blood sprays everywhere. Poison spikes get shoved into Silek's body. And Silek goes, ow, 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 I love it. And then gouges out one of Manuel's eyes with his blade and disappears in a puff of smoke. Motherfucker. I run over to Manuel and put my hand over his eye. I'm no! right back in this situation all over again. My love. My blind love. Can we flee yet? No, we we have to stay. All right, Martin. Um, so I think as um, Cirque is getting further away from Martin's body, he starts to feel. Well, one, he's like, "Wait, what? What's going on? Where, <laughs> where am I?" And I think the further he gets, there's a a, a pull back to Martin's body. Like he's like Cirque, kind of like. Once he realizes he's out, he kind of looks around, barfs, <laughs> <laughs> just, um, and then feels this pull like back towards Martin's body, like in the uh, magical release, he like went out, but like something's not right. Like he's, I'm not s- stable here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not stable anywhere, but... <laughs> um, yeah, and you have this, like, weird almost, like, umbilical tether of the of the carnival sort of swelling and growing behind you, but, like, Martin is kind of deflating and, yeah, very weird, strange, surreal. So, Martin tries to run away from Cirque, 
and Cirque tries is running, starts to move back towards Martin. Um, so they're kind of like a, a rubber band, like snapping back to <laughs> um, normal. So Martin runs away from Cirque, who then. Because that distance is getting greater, feels starts to chase Martin. Feels weaker and more and more shriveled, <laughs> <laughs> and then runs back and- towards Cirque, to or to Martin. Cirque to, runs back towards Martin. Martin and Cirque, Cirky Martin, Martin, and then starts running back, Get back towards here, him. You little pipsqueak. And then there is a horrible wrench, wrenching sound as the carnival rips loose of both of them and crawls into the forest at suddenly rapid speed, leaving Cirque and Martin by just the two of them chasing each other and then suddenly staring at this big chunk of both of their interior worlds that crawls off into the fucking woods. Well, so does that mean that's Martin's memories are now... <laughs> running loose in the Grimwood? I mean, beats me, sister. We're going to have to deal with that eventually. <laughs> All Not right. so tough now without your fucking circus, are you? Mm, no, I'm still pretty tough. <laughs> you look like a bitch to me. All right, Gwen, it's your turn. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm aggro again. <laughs> you look like a I am... Me. When she calls me a bitch, can I take out Manuel's other eye? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and make an attack roll for Cirque? Sure. Yeah. Call me a bitch. <laughs> oh my god. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you saw it roll the 20 for a second. Uh, I did not make it. All right, Gwen. I am going to cast, uh, for the first time ever, I'm going to use my tree friend ability. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to summon the Crickwood Strawberry. Oh, nice! Strawberries. <laughs> so I cut my flesh. Mm-hmm. And cast off my butt blood, paying one body and one spirit. It germinates and grows, summoning an enchanted tree. This tree is incredibly tall. It's 20 feet high and strong, but it's not very dexterous, and it cannot lie. <laughs> it also has a lovely baritone. Yep. At the end of the duration, the strider plants itself where it can, even in solid stone, and becomes a healthy natural tree. So I'm also continuing to give back to <laughs> hey, this derelict All right, so... As the blades fly through the air, Gwen slices her palm and a tree springs out of well, the intervening we'll space. Hopefully. That's I where the to... daggers went. They just went into the side of the tree. Oh, that's only wood. if you that's only if you use it to make a tree become your friend. So there's two modes of casting Got it. The it. one is you make a tree like you, mm-hmm. and the other one is So you, the Crickwood Strider you is don't have to roll mana. Yeah, Got so it. just roll a D ten for the, okay. the mutation for that. Here we go. All right, that is heavy with snow. The strider is a frost pine freezing to the touch and dripping with icicles. Add 15 frost damage to its attacks. Nice. It does lose one speed. Okay. Well, it's uh, about time you learn some magic. (laughs) Kill him. Kill him. All right, Amelia. Um, I want to cast Crystal Shaping to wrap... Cirque in an Iron Maiden with a full like face shield. So Want to put him in speak. a like? Okay. All right. There are there is a flash of crystal that appears around Cirque. Uh, would you go ahead and um, Will versus Warding? So that's Cirque's, not on here. What's that? I, that's not on. Well, on this. it's it's a pretty creative use of the <laughs> abilities. So I think I'm it gonna, just works. Okay. 
Because it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't. I don't know. It's not like it lasts forever. So. I, well, that's I how- am not going to get taken down by an alternate character. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, no, it's, it's happening. All right. It definitely uh, works. Roll a 15 or higher. And I win again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a crystalline cage appears around Cirque, who just oozes out through the joints and crevices of it and the spikes. He just oozes around it like he's made a taffy. How do you capture a whisper? <laughs> <laughs> How do you put shackles on a dream? Senator, <laughs> you're up. Can you hold water? <laughs> yes. Shut up. <laughs> All right. You're supposed to be dead. Guys, enough fucking Again, around. I don't know how he's still talking. <laughs> enough fucking around. We have a glorious to kill. Low fireball. Ooh. Oh. All right. It's warding is 10. So I need a 7. Roll to 13. All Hit. right. There and is an explosion. Flame and light lick all around yeah. the trumpet's location. All right, my two manifestations um, blow back. The heat from the spell erupts upwards, singeing characters. So I'll just skip that one. That's the forked tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'll cast this with Adderwhite Staff. Yeah, so the next spell you cast this turn deals double its normal damage. The damage. So then it's cosmic fire, so the spell ignores all fire resistance as the spell mutation. And its damage is... So that's... 35, so 55 doubled is 110 fire sacred damage. Alright. He has 20 sacred resistance, so that knocks it down to 90. Uh, The trumpet disappears in a solar fireball, and when the flame clears, the thing has a few singes and a few of its ligaments are are contorted and snapped, but... um, it just keeps growing and keeps playing that horrible sound. And um, it seems like it's getting bigger and it, you know, its limbs are growing and swelling as more people drop to its sounds. It seems like it's feeding off of the horror of the situation. And then you realize that Dem and his guards have fled and the Duke has fled and King Allfeel reaches down and <laughs> grabs onto Amelia and Zenitor and puts one under each arm and just starts to run, um, like holding each of you like like underneath an arm. <laughs> time to go, everyone! Time to run! Flee! Retreat! Retreat! And uh, all right, so William passes in and out of <laughs> of consciousness a few more times. You lose track of giant Otax in the fracas. Martin, where does Martin go? He's got Cert chasing after him. Um, yeah, I think, yeah. Cert's chasing after him. I mean, I think, uh, he, he keeps running, but I think eventually, like, Cert has got to catch up with him and fuse back together. Crawl back in. Right, right. So, um, maybe, you know, when everyone's retreating... Martin trips and um, oh god, it's fuck like the chicken 
Friday the 13th. And then Cirque just walks up uh, behind him as everyone's running away. And it's like, where do you think you're going? (laughs) Come on and give us a hug. (laughs) And then... Yeah. Um, I can't live without you. Yeah. <laughs> he says it like as like Cirque's arms are like wrapped, like he's like hugging him from behind and he like whispers into his ear, like, I can't live without you. <laughs> and then just kind of like melts into Martin's body. Oh. And um, Martin kind of shakes and in the chaos starts running with, with everyone else. Uh, so Manuel like limps towards Gwendolyn. My lady, I am afraid that the sound of the apocalypse cannot be stopped. We must flee. I will not flee. I have my new friend, <laughs> this big frozen scary tree, to help us. It will cover our retreat. I will not let you die here today. Well, you don't own me, so you figure it out. If you want to run, then run. But stop pressuring me. I will break up with you. (laughs) All right. The manticore grapples onto you and tries to, like, bite into your cloak so that he can carry you away. Um, Would you like to try to resist? Yeah. Can I cast, get at me! Toxic masculinity. How do I cast no means no? Can you cast no means no? Um, what do I? What do you need wh- me to roll to see if uh, I survive this? Strength versus his strength. Defense roll. Oh, now I can roll like a normal person. Um, Seventeen, and my strength is five. All right. So whatever. You roll that again, is. and then add a ten on this one because his strength is ten, and you just have to be. He has to. If he beats you, he carries you away. Otherwise, so I'm at a twenty-two. Are you kidding? <laughs> what are you roll? Oh my god, are you kidding? What is it? It's a 14. So I rolled 22 and he rolled 24. <laughs> is Stop this like laughing that? at me, Kathy. You're blissfully dead. <laughs> I know. No, still dying Stop somehow. Stop laughing at me, Kathy. You're dead. <laughs> it's not my problem anymore. My lover has turned on me. I will not let you die today, my love. Is this all balls. like the last Twilight movie? Well, when, considering like, they that's show what... everyone dying and they find out that it was just like a, yeah, this it was, was a what vision. could have happened. So now we come to and it's like, no, oh, they... we just woke up from did the dragon. Really oh, they no. really yeah. did that. Uh-huh. So that's really funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's just so it it. So carried away by the Manticore, Gwen is kicking and screaming as. Her brave and valiant tree spirit goes lumbering towards the glorious and smashes into its body, careening it to the ground as they both disappear inside of an apocalyptic white flare as the the song of the apocalypse out of the trumpet, trumpet goes off, enveloping the entire clearing and a large portion of the woods in this destructive white light. Anyone left behind at the battlefield is obliterated. Meanwhile, Hurdy Barricade and Val Lavaline and a very wounded <laughs> Cramuel Box. What? Because oh. Hurdy attacked him because she got so annoyed with him. No, no. Yeah. He's got rabbit print kick marks all over his face. Feel 
at that moment, it was when the, the trumpet's apocalyptic song went off. You're in the tree with Azarazel, and the windows shake, and the tree trunk rattles as something happens somewhere, as something dire happens. The cups on the table <laughs> judder, the teacups on the table judder as the shockwave travels out through, um, uh, travels out through the woods. Uh, what's that sound? Oh, that's not good. This place is rattling pretty hard. <laughs> Thank you, Kramiel. You're welcome. For that illuminating contribution. Well, well, well. At the table, at Azarazel's table, Mr. Stick sits there with his feet up. Well, 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 this brings us all back around again, doesn't it? Around what? to what? What are you talking about? I think you you have to admit that you could probably use my help about now. Is it time? Is it time to finally give in? Is it time to finally bring this story to its conclusion? Y'all want the barricade to show this little man the door? Please do. Yeah, who's this twerk? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on! I will not be manhandled. Oh, I am geez. your only way into the Briar Tower. Things are spiraling wildly out of control. You know this guy? <sighs> Says you. No, grudgingly we're associated with him through someone else. Okay. I am Mr. Sticks. Oh, no. I can get you into the bright. Yes, he's dangling like from a clothesline. <laughs> Hold him out. <laughs> we can't do it. Do wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. You're, you're a fine deal maker yourself, my lady. How do you know? I do lots of work with the other under. Wink. Listen. It's time. Things are moving at an incredible pace. You must make your way into the Briar Tower now before things spiral any more out of control. Hey, this is not our show. We're just here because, I don't know. I'm, Barricade's like winding up to like throw him comically mm-hmm. out the door like a bouncer. At One of the <laughs> windows just opens. Like <laughs> the enchanted house knows when someone's getting bounced. So, ladies, new friends... Kind yeah. of, we're deferring to your judgment. I was instructed to give you guys, to give women more space. That's what I'm doing. I'm you're the you adult space. here. You make, you decide. I usually count on you or Zenador to make the judgment calls. I, I, I just complain about the plans. I know, but what he's, <laughs> <laughs> I know, but what he's asking of us is a sacrifice for the entire group that Zenador has very specifically said no to. The key, the key to the end of your story. Be a queen, rule, decide things for other people. Decide something for yourself for once. Oh, Barricade, please just... Be a girl boss. (laughs) Do it. Slay. Yeah, slay. uh, Lean in. Sticks goes flying. (laughs) He goes flying out. Throw him out of the tree. Yeah, do it. All right. So, Kathy, yeah. what's the decision? Are you going to uh, are you going to use Mr. Sticks to get into the Briar Tower? She, she is. Okay. Oh no! my <laughs> God! We've gone <laughs> all this way. So as he is as he is ejected from the window, as he is ejected from the window, 
Lavaline sees literally her last chance at reunite uh, at, at reunification and redemption sailing out the window and just in her heart she accepts and he hears that and he goes very well and snaps his fingers right before he breaches the threshold of the window and Lavaline, Val, Zenitor, Gwendolyn and Martin are standing in the central entry chamber of the Briar Tower. You didn't. Whoa. It wasn't me. <laughs> you didn't. Wait, w- w- did what? What happened? How do you think we got here? I I don't know. I've I I've had some internal things going on. That's I've, fair. It's been a little messy out outside there. the Briar Tower. You hear Calliope and circus music. No, uh, not the circus again. Oh, oh yeah. Someone we've... set a circus up in the thorn grove outside the Briar Tower. Says a small, stout little goblin creature in the entryway. All right. Well, maybe the tower is the place, safest place for us to be at the moment. Listen, we needed to get into the tower. We are running out of time, and I don't understand why we can't do the same thing that we did with all our other problems and figure it out later. Great. I'm sold. The tiny little goblin creature looks down out the window. It kind of looks like the circus is crawling up the side of the Briar Tower. That's weird. Oh, Jesus, what did you get? Oh, what hello! Happened? Welcome, new additions. You are now property of the Briar Tower. Welcome. Hi. Oh, my God. Hi. Who are you? We'll have plenty of time to get to know each other in the rest of the eternity that you're going to be living here with us. Now, let's get you cleaned and washed and ready for intake. They hit us with that, like, powder disinfectant. <laughs> the fucking delousing powder. <laughs> what was that explosion? The and sound Val's of the apocalypse is still ringing in your ears. Like, did you guys, like, get lit on fire? There was a dragon. And, um... The dragon didn't do it, though. <laughs> there was fire and, like, a nuke. But that wasn't it. Then I grew a tree. Mm. I'm exhausted. We had to run him with a glorious. Oh. And my magical mind board has been broken. But John yeah, that circus outside—that oh, is oh our buddy Cirque. I'm I. I can feel him in there right now, and I am holding him down. How? Yeah, just good. Okay. Mind uh. strength. Yeah, given that I've been working on my mind strength. He's outside with a giant circus. No, he's inside. Back in? He's in me. The circus is plying away outside, and yet oh, from out of a slice, from out of a form, from okay. out of a slice in his forehead, an eye peers out at you. Oh God! Okay, 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 oh, okay. God. Yeah, this is what we're working with. Well, and our now, entire kidnapping mission was. Oh, like, hold on, wait, for wait, 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 wait. Now we're beholden to Mr. Blah, blah, blah. We, the enemy is still right here, right? Hello. So can we like not to eat? What, what, how much worse could it get? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't think I just, the enemy. I think he just works here. I <laughs> just need to clean you and braid your hair and make you all pretty as your new acquisitions. You think we're princesses? Well, you are, and you are, and you are, and you are, and you are, right? Aren't you princesses? Yes. Yeah. Well, then let's get you all gussied up. 
You need to be made beautiful in time for the sacrifice. See, we got here just in time. Master, I call. I call to you. It is your servant, your herald, ever loyal Cabal. I have done as you asked. I have sowed chaos, division, strife. I have kept their eyes everywhere but the place that matters. Sowed sickness, anger, war. I have darkened their hearts, poisoned their minds. I have done all this, and I will do more. Whatever you ask of me, what do you ask of me? I, I did not realize. I was sure the plan to open the way to the bones. Could I not lay seeds of corruption there at the heart of the world? Could I not subvert the ritual of opening? Find a way to Isra in the light or Nocturne to reunite with the glorious horde? I'm sorry, Master. I, I would never question you. I simply do not understand. The white tree? The white tree will bloom and lay the seeds of the future. I will see it done. But how can we be sure? The tree will bloom despoiled and rotted. What? What if hope remains? I see. Yes, yes, master. They are here now. They are within the tower. I will, I will ensure every step is heartbreak. Every floor reached is a hollowing. This will become the legendary Tower of Ordeals, and each inch will darken their hearts. I will pull together all the pieces. I will not fail you, my prince, soon to be king of all dreams. I, of course, how did I not see it? A glorious walks among them. Such perfection. I am blind, but I will gladly see to this ascension, this apotheosis. I will die willingly on the end of this sword, Master, to return all realms to harmony, to crown the rightful kings and queens of the realms. Within the first of thoughts, it will be my great honor. So begins the end. And to think it was them all along.
Thanks for listening to Could Have Been Heroes, production and editing by Aaron Schoenrock, theme song by Bo Hoover, and cover art by me, Robert Knudsen. Could Have Been Heroes is an entirely independent podcast, so if you like the show, please subscribe and review. For exclusive content and hands-on Faritol access, head to patreon.com forward slash cbhpod. Tune in next week for more adventures, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at cbhpod. And check out our website, couldhavebeenheroes.com. <laughs>